The Paradise Arcade contains graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. are listening to the Paradise Arcade with Kyle and Eric, promoting synthwave music and culture. All right, welcome to episode two of the Paradise Arcade. This week, we have Mr. Chris North Innsbruck joining us. What's up, guys? We... Welcome to your first time on the show. I know, right? <laughs> I, never thought that, I never thought I'd have a first time again with you guys. Here we are, though. There's going to be plenty of time for that. <laughs> Ooh. So I've heard. There's nothing like the first time. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I should have come over tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. That, that car accident I saw on the way here was a signal, is, is what it was. So hmm. Was it your car that got in the accident? Thank God it wasn't. Not not this time. It's like, it, like my life isn't on the road right now. Like, what's going on? Oh, unreal. I'm telling you, between uh, between our places, it's, it's a little wicked right now. Well, you know, Welcome people forget how to drive as soon as it gets cold. Oh, so. seriously, we get one snowfall here. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, back to the deal here. So we're going to talk about the Can-Can Wonderland extravaganza, December 14th. We want to uh, pimp that out. Obviously, we talk about what's going on in your world. Kyle is going to review some some vinyl action, and then you know we'll just fucking go where we go. Obviously, please, uh, on the social medias, we're on Instagram, as the Paradise Arcade, we're on Twitter as Paradise underscore Arcade. Uh, we're on Facebook. Catch us on all of the things: iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Ham Radio, and then obviously uh, Night Ride FM. So the version uh, that will be a Night Ride, we're actually going to feature the entire Nitro Wave TC sampler uh, that's going to come out. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, here soon so we got yep. some a lot of exciting stuff to talk about we'll get into it of course we are drinking as always and we are doing our regular uh b trace buffalo trace action going on it's our our house wine if you will of whiskeys is it white or is it red <laughs> it's a rosé i'm not really sure uh but it's good stuff and there are lots of episodes of Two Poor Bastards where you can listen to us talk about it in depth uh, in all its various format forms. So go ahead and check those episodes out. Um, so first thing I want to get into is the Can Can Show. Yep, yep. Tell us a little bit about it, Chris. All right. So here's what's going on. Um, Can Can Wonderland here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Super cool club. They've got arcade set up there, pinball machines, video games, you name it. Couple bars, couple stages. Nitrowave TC, we've got the backstage. Um, got it all to ourselves all night, of course, but I've been working uh, with, with a number of different people from Nitrowave to be able to put this all together. And so we've got uh, Mike um, from WFNU, who's a part of this. He was our catalyst in getting booked at Can Can Wonderland. So that, that was huge. Obviously, been working with both of you guys as well, figuring out different types of details. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we can talk about your involvement certainly there as well. Um, but, but yeah, bands. Holy, wow, wow. I, 
you forget how much talent is here in the Midwest or how many like really good musicians. So we've got um, Nitro Wave uh, alumni I, at this point, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Denotive is on there. I'm on the bill. Um, Night Audit. Um, so if any of you listening were at um, Amsterdam in St. Paul, if you're at that show, listening to it uh, broadcast, you get a little taste as to what's coming there. In yeah. addition to that show, we've got Bad and Rad, a uh, local, local guy. and First um, time playing in our collective, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that as well. And um, kind of the bigger piece of it is Galaxy 80, um, who's... You know, first live show for well, Galaxy but, 80. Buddy, I'm it's so really, really exciting yeah. to uh, be a part of that and sucks to suck for anyone that's not showing up. So uh, for yes. people that are catching it, we will be recording that broadcast. So you will be able to catch all of these acts live. I will broadcast that at some other point in time. I'm not sure when, uh, yeah. but that will be on Night Ride FM as well. And then, obviously, we'll be taking lots of pictures, doing little video clips, things of that nature, keeping it hot and fresh, if you will. Yeah, letting and people I in. mean, other things, you know, just so everybody knows, we've got uh, through Nitro Wave, you can look us up, of course, on Facebook or Can Can Wonderland on, on Facebook. Uh, you know, RSVP for the event. Let us know if you're coming. Uh, we'd love to connect with you while you're there. Uh, this is really what our technically our third, fourth, third show. Yeah. Essentially, that Nitro Wave has really worked on putting it together, and, and we're growing like crazy. Um, so get on it while it's fresh, kids. Gotta be hip. <laughs> God, you it's a one so. it's a one time only show exactly, that night. Right? That night yeah. until yep. the next show. So don't Whoa, miss it. Right, exactly. Until the next show. Yeah. So it, there's a lot of exciting things and I'm yep. really excited for, you know, the collection. It, I think it really shows a a great variety of, of what Nitro Wave has to offer as far yeah. as, you know, like just the range. Of course, there's a few outliers that haven't performed yet with us that would kind of give the full picture. Obviously, you know, Steph, who hasn't uh, yep. performed yet, but that's coming up in January. Yeah, Steph Wendler is going to be performing at Amsterdam uh, January 18th, I believe, with Night Audit and Jasper Mitchell. Gonna be his first live performance. Damn, so, I know, right? So we got some stuff happening here. So yeah, then I am excited to go back to Amsterdam to yeah. see this show and to eat the food there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mostly yes. to eat the food yep. there. Seriously, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the first night trip event. I won't be playing at, so actually I'm gonna go around and, <laughs> and schmooze. And I don't talk have to, to people. I don't have to watch my gear. I don't have to do any of that. Like that's yeah, exciting I shit. Can, what are I you gonna have, do with yourself, Eric? You know how you talk about having fun at the show. Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to have fun <laughs> at a show for once. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. You could yeah, have a good fun. time with your girlfriend this time instead yeah. of me having fun with your girlfriend. <laughs> at the last show. An, <laughs> I don't need any details. Kyle, she's, she's a blast. You were having fun with everyone's girlfriend at the last show. You, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good show. Everybody <laughs> likes Kyle. Everybody. It's the best thing ever. So. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be... So anyways, it's yep. going to be uh, pretty exciting. And obviously, you know, we hope to keep the momentum up yep. from the last show. It's going to be interesting to see if there's the uh, the same turnout. And yeah. I, I think there is. There seems to be a lot of interest and buzz. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you've bugged a radio station. Yeah. Basically oh my God. strong-armed them into... Uh, Giving right? us an interview. Freaking KFAI in the Twin Cities, which is kind of a big deal. I don't know how else to, to put it. Like, it's pretty exciting. That was one of those goals for next year to be able to connect with them to begin with. But uh, the power of Twitter and yeah. the influence of social media it was one of those opportunities where 
you know, you make a post and somehow, you know, it's a good time to connect with somebody. It's, it's hard to describe that feeling, but sometimes, you know, and it's right. And uh, you hit them up and uh, you get all your friends to hit them up. Yep. And the next thing you know, two days before the show, you're kicking it in the morning gig on, on KFAI's yeah. show. I'm not really sure. I mean, it's going to be interesting because yeah. how many people actually listen to that? I don't listen to the radio at all, so I'm not a good gauge of... I've, I've listened to it a couple times, but to be honest with you, I don't really know the hosts that well or anything. I mean, it's going to be the two of us. Right. So, I, I mean, it's going to be fun either way. I think I might bring a flask. Yeah. There you go. It's, it's a morning interview? Yeah. It's 7 a.m. <laughs> it starts. Good on you. Yeah. I need to start, you know, selling yeah. the whole experience of not just yeah. Nitrowave, but the Paradise Arcade. Yeah, and you're going to get kicked out of KFAI in your first visit. So that's going to happen. You know what? If it gets... <laughs> hey, if it get... Any yes. PR is good PR. Yeah. Actually, maybe this should be the new the new Twitter campaign. Let's get Eric kicked off the air. <laughs> Might be something to do that. Fun story. Uh, oh, one of the jobs, the teacher I, I had, I actually uh, was a like a phone, uh, like selling insurance and shit. Oh, I thought you were one of those operators. No, not an operator. But I ended up getting oh. fired from that job. Nice. Uh, because I was like in the midst of a con like a very deep conversation with someone that had nothing to do with what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I said a mild curse word. And they fired me on the split. They like pulled me off the call no, and kicked me a, a out. Mild yeah. curse word. That's like my, that's my go-to. At what work. is a mild like, curse word? I said, yeah. I think I believe I said crap. I, I said crap Are you serious? on a phone call with, you know, and here's the thing. I was a team. Like, let's remember. Your I was Midwest under- is showing. Yeah. <laughs> you betcha. Crap. You betcha. Oh. Uh, oh, dear. So, but we would, the team of people, what we would do is we would speak in different bad accents just to, oh, you know, and do mm-hmm. all sorts of dumb shit. I mean, yeah. I was 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. Oh, that sounds like a blast, actually, at that Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you got nothing to lose. Oh, I didn't give two shits. Yeah. I did not care. Yeah. I was there to entertain myself. And that's my, what it was about. My first real adult job out of college was a phone sales job, and I really mm. needed health insurance. So I, I can I still swear in this show or not? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> oh good. Okay, I was the like, now that you guys are a fucking swearing. like can legit, yeah, right? right? I don't even. I forget what I was going to say. I wanted to say fuck, and what now you, now yeah. that I've said it, who do you um, think you are? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know oh. anymore. <laughs> I used to be at Two Poor Bastards. Now I'm at Paradise Arcade. And so I'm wondering, like, are you yeah. still the third bastard? I mean, technically, I'm glad we're talking about this, guys. Yeah, like, actually, this is important to me. <laughs> <laughs> You need to know where you stand in the yeah. relationship. Yeah. If, if if the listeners could have only seen you both make real deep eye contact with me the way you did just now. Yeah. It was it was special. So mm. I don't know. I mean, we could still be bastards if we wanted to. I mean, that could be the name of the fans. The bastards. Yeah, it could fans, be. I mean, it's, it's what do they call them? Whatevs. Listeners. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, Anyways, right? the show. And then the so show. let's talk yep. about we've got a sampler coming out. All um, right. Yeah. So this is the first public announcement. Of that. So those of you who are listening, tell you what, if you're listening to Two Poor Bastards and you DM me uh, or Nitro Wave or Paradise Arcade, we'll we'll send you a free copy of this. That's a scary thing Holy to say. shit. Unless you're in Europe, then we've got a message and figure out how much that actually costs. Because I can yeah. send this in the U.S. for the price of, what, two stamps maybe? I don't fucking know, but I don't know. We got. I want to get some out there to people. We'll send so you a bunch listening. of shit. Actually, yeah, yep. It, and Jules, that counts for you as well. If you're yeah. listening, we'll send you a bunch of shit. In fact, we're talking, Eric, about getting some stuff together and putting yeah. it together. We'll send some packages. care packages out to some folks. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up. 
I don't know if I should say top five. First five maybe is a way to do it. Yeah. I probably screwed up. Well, I'm going to take that all back and say top five. First five people to hit me up, I will send you a free sampler. You'll get a care package. There. Way to build people up and then let them down. Well, I don't know. Man. Anyone that, them, you know, so. but honestly, though, <laughs> we, just DM us. If you yeah. want, if you yeah. want a copy of the sampler, shit, yeah, hit us plus up. a hey, bunch yeah. of other free shit. Mm-hmm. Slide right in to those yeah. DMs. Slide. Insert yourself you into we'll these get, DMs. Get one now? That'd be great. <laughs> it'll, be like, it'll be like 3 a.m. and my phone will light up. Oh my gosh, somebody from the other side of the world. Where, you guys have a listener in China, is it? Uh, no, um, Bangkok. Bangkok. Okay, so so yeah, yeah so we get Pietro. Kind of... What's up, okay. buddy? What's up? I knew you were out there. Yeah, hit us up. That'll be a tough one to send. We'll have yeah, to but that's fucking expensive. That, but... Let me tell you. And is I it? I promised him I'd send up a bunch of new shit mm-hmm. and. It was, I, I did not, I sent maybe like a th- an eighth of an ounce yeah. of some, that sounded like drugs. That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did not send him drugs, but I sent him a bunch of uh, stuff and it cost me like $15 to Whoa, ship it out to him. really? So there's a dude, I, I just, um, Ricardo in, in Mexico, I, I think it went to Mexico City, I think is where he's at. It took a month to get there and it was one international stamp. So it was like a buck 60 and you can send in, I think it's an ounce per stamp we we're talking all these ounces like we yeah we're doing. but anyhow i've learned a little bit about shipping as a result of the whole north innsbruck <laughs> thing so yeah yeah us is generally pretty good canada's easy to ship to you go other places and it gets speaking of harder. canada i want to thank uh mr jules he bought one of the paradise arcade shirts nice. like he was literally the, after i bought yeah. them for the people in this room yeah Jules is the f- next person to buy a shirt. So thank you. thank you. He's a special dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of which, I'd love to get my hands on one of those neon Fox shirts I'm seeing floating around now. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm, yeah. No. It's got his name across the front with the Fox mask all lit up in pink and stuff in the front. I got to figure out, Jules, if you're listening, hit, hit, hit me up, man. I'd love to. You should probably just slip into his DM. Probably should actually. I'll mess Don't up slip there. into his BM. Slip yeah. into his DM. Oh. <laughs> takes his BM and the PM. <laughs> Either you guys know that? No. I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds Since weird. we're playing the DM game right now, if anybody knows out there, hit me up what TV show that's from, and I'll send you a Nitro Waves. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's the deal. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, we've got, we've oh, got the sampler of yeah. everyone that is in the roster. Yeah. i got to tell you who's on it, actually. Okay, go ahead. That's cool. All right. It's, they're gonna be listen- if you're listening to the Night Ride version of this, you will hear everybody. Awesome. End to end here. So uh, we've got Denotive. Should I mention just bands? I suppose, yeah, Denotive. Uh, got Galaxy 80 on there, Jasper Mitchell, uh, North Innsbruck, yours truly. Uh, Steph Wendler, putting in Steph. Night Audit, Night Audit, sorry about that, stumbling through that one. And um, Arcturus 5. It's v. v. It is V. Matt yeah. and I were talking about that, me and Denotive. Like, yeah, he's, very, he's very specific. It's Arcturus V, not 5. Arcturus V. Excellent. Arcturus. Arcturus. V. Man, I can't even say perturbator. You can't even say bad. I've been struggling with that forever, and I just perturbator, perturbator, Yeah, that's the way I got to do it from now. And that actually sounds like the Swedish chef. Yeah, and speaking of Arcturus V, he just put out a his version of Behind the Wheel by cover of Depeche Mode. That's on Bandcamp right now, so check it out. He does a really cool. It's like dark wave mixed with like joy division and smashed them together and created his little his little version of that song 
cool. which I, I think is pretty cool. Um, I learned actually that Denota has his own version of that song too. Ooh. Yeah, that's really? pretty. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll let you guys listen to it. Matt's, Matt oh, sent it to me. So we could do a sampler of all the same song. Everybody <laughs> we should. That'd be tight. Oh my god! <laughs> Everyone in Nitrowave TC does a version. cover of one song. That would be pretty cool. Of a Depeche Mode song, though specifically. I'm sorry, it has dope. to be. Oh my gosh! The challenges are coming. There oh, that sounds like a yeah. great idea. Oh, I'm liking this. I'm liking it a lot. All right, that's it's done. Um, Ooh. so yeah, Very we got cool. the sampler coming out, and you know, as I said, Chris has said, "Hey, DM yep. the Nitro Wave, uh, you know, wherever." your fine nitro wave goods are found dm that social media account and we'll get a sampler out to you and then a, a care package as well so you get a bunch yeah. of other shit you might throw away but you'll get a bunch of shit anyways <laughs> we're not going to tell you what it is we're just, yeah. just going to send it to you. it might be something out of a junk drawer yeah that yeah. you're going to get yeah. a dirty, little care package dirty laundry perhaps yeah there we go and if you want it signed Signed underwear from Eric. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a G-string. Come on now. It's, it doesn't it's really... much to sign. Yeah. I might have to attach a note and then sign it. Oh, it's Kyle just blinks. <laughs> Speaking of Thank underwear... Thank you for changing things up. I have a pair of dirty underwear from a vending machine in Japan that I haven't opened up. Maybe I'll send those with us. <laughs> yeah. Number one. That's what you're getting. Because that's a thing in Japan that you can buy. Wow. It's you got to look hard for them now, though. It's a hot commodity. It is. So They're probably worth a lot at this point. It's a rarity. So I have. Well, it. They are still sealed in the plastic package. Oh man, Kyle has never cracked them. By the way, yeah, exactly. He is not. So you obviously had never been to Japan. So someone bought them for you. Yes. Okay. Yes, they they Story. knew their audience and they. Ah. Searched and found these specifically okay, to get for me. Let's get into this. This is a this is the thing we need to talk about. So they knew their audience because a you they thought like Kyle needs this because it's like gonna be the funniest thing ever. Yes. Or b Kyle's really into this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of the above. Oh and yes. Like, I I. So the latter, I'm really into it because it's like an urban myth. Like it's a legend out there. Like you hear about this, but like I said, now those things are really hard to find. So he really had to go, my friend who got them for me, really had to go out of his way in order to get them. He had to go to like this, literally the seediest places, the place underneath the place inside, tucked away around the corner. Like he had to go to the top floor of the place with all the creepy books and everything. Or <laughs> this, some, I don't know. I don't know where he got them from. You didn't tell me specifically. This goes beyond otaku, otaku shit. This is like... Like this is real weeaboo bullshit right here. <laughs> that's, that's hot. Nice. Oof. So, okay. That's awesome. Let's let's transition, fellas. That was a beautiful sidebar, though. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your vinyl releases that you've uh, got recently. I've seen on the Instagrams, yeah. folks. If you follow his uh, the full extent of the jam uh, Instagram account or the VFI five V five, it's V. I have F- the hardest I, time fi- finding that account. <laughs> I know. I, I got it. I'll I'll change the name on it. I'll make it. It's really uh, clever. It's a good name, but it's hard. So if you that. like uh, Kyle talking about the vinyl and whatnot, he has an entire Instagram account dedicated to almost specifically all the vinyl. I will throw cassettes on there 
once in a while if I get something. I've told myself I'm going to stop buying tapes, but obviously... You keep fucking doing it, so please get into it, because, like, there was a whole bunch of shit that came out this last week that you you received. Because you've got, what, like, $500 worth of shit out... It's I've, at any point there's a time. lot of stuff on pre-order. It's coming in. Uh, my latest thing, the last thing that I bought that I can remember <laughs> <laughs> was uh, Electric Dream Records had a Black Friday deal going on oh, where you nice. could get 30% off of their stuff. So I got Light Spears Metro. Like okay. I said, I had want to get the last time we were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you're trying to find my vinyl Instagram account, it's spelled V-F-I, the number five, and then V-E. So V-5, and I only chose that because I couldn't think of anything better because there's an arcade game called V-5, and I was like, I'll name it after that, but I can't actually spell it out the same way uh. that the arcade game is because it's basically V hyphen v and you can't fucking do that on instagram which is bullshit oh Oh, right but you could do v hyphen and then spell five out no i don't you can't use the hyphen at all that's dumb block that yeah and i suppose that reign of obscure or like the dot the dot would be even better instead of the hyphen but you can't can't use any special characters huh no No. so it's bullshit so the latest thing that i received in the mail was gunships dark all day like super special cassette edition cool where it comes in a fancy box and you get the album the full album with the vocals on one cassette and then the other one is just instrumental and as far as i know that is the only way to get the instrumental of the album it's not digital it's not anything else but this cassette hot damn right so that came in the mail i think you might still be able to get some so if you're a tape person, I would definitely suggest that. I, uh, my tape player that I use doesn't really work anymore, so I'm kind of fucked right now. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm wondering if you could find a tape player, like an like go to a fucking pawn shop and go grab one. Oh, just eBay, man. For real. There's always you good could stuff. do these things, but, but, but my main cassette player, my only one really that I use, yep. is in my car. <laughs> oh, so it's like I don't like listening to the radio, like Eric said earlier. He doesn't yeah. listen to the radio because yeah. the radio is bullshit with its commercials and everything. Yeah. So it's like perfect. I don't do I don't do CDs. That's yeah. not a problem. I have a tape player in my car. I will jam all these hot tapes that I have. Well, now I can't. Uh, so it's sad. And I it was already broken before I bought this box set. So I knew what I was getting myself into by buying it. So it's <laughs> but I still bought fault. it anyway. Yeah. Of course, because yeah. it's a thing you have to have and collect, and mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah. It, that's the only way to consume this particular version of the thing. Fucking, it's like... That's cool. You know what I've noticed about the Synthwave thing? It's like they figured out like this particular group of people are the most nostalgic. And it's like because we're at the right age, we have disposable income to buy all of this ridiculous shit that you can't even fucking enjoy. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool. And that's the key word <laughs> right there. But it's cool. It's, it's cool. Great. Yeah. But of course yep. I was going to buy it. And then, so now right. I have right. all of Gunship's cassette releases. I have their first album too, which is on the Sweet Gold cassette, which has cool. on the other side, Attack of the Mutant Camels for whatever ancient computer system uses cassettes. Sweet. I'm not sure. So, but oh, it's actually man. kind of annoying because you play one side and then you have to rewind it. 
<laughs> to play it again. You can't just, it doesn't have it on the other side where you can just flip it over and start playing through the album again. Oh, interesting. Which those tapes, I really appreciate. Yep. But you only have enough content to fill one side, and then you flip it over, and it just plays the same thing. You know, do you get any, any, uh, any other formats besides tape and vinyl? Like, did you mini disc or any of that kind of stuff too? Have uh, once upon a time, I did mini disc. Okay. Eric now would do mini disc because he still has his player. Yeah, I yeah, still have you, my you shit. Have one. So That's cool. I missed out on who fucking released a mini disc just recently. It's fucking sold That's out. It. Uh, t- time Time's slaves is the yeah. only p- uh, people I know. It who was do. some on time slaves that was. I was gonna get, and it sold out. Like I had seen it. And I'm like, ooh, I should get that. And then by the time I got back around, because like people are releasing shit relentlessly and it's hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, it's oh, tough. It's impossible now. Yeah, there's so many releases. Well, I don't know. Please. Isn't the Time Slave sister label, um, my pet flamingo, they might do mini disc releases as well? I'm not sure. Uh, I might have to double possible. check. But yeah. I mean, same people. Maybe that is still a thing. I, mini disc, I like being the vaporwave type of thing or like future funk thing. Right. I could see that being even more attractive for that side rather than the synthwave side. For sure. I uh, don't really. I mean, I've it's I've cool always format. had a soft spot for mini discs. Yeah. Like it made me sad when they stopped. Yeah. But if I recall, speaking of cassettes, was it an album that you've worked on recently released on cassette? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, me and my buddy Magnavolt. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure of what the actual release date is or what. We already came out. I, yeah. Oh no, are you serious? Yeah. I, I hope I didn't miss. Good, it. good job, buddy. For keeping track of some I don't shit even know if the album I worked on is out. Or just, just in case you're wondering, everybody, I'm actually playing out my phone looking for it desperately at the moment. No, I'll have to. And check that was into that did later. Laser I was, Steel do that? No, Laser Discs. I think. Yeah. I, Magnavolt, that he he did the connection for it. The interesting thing was, is we decided last November, I don't know, sometime I re- last winter to the, do it. The crates um, thing didn't work to get that. I yes. was like number one contributor oh, to that, but the know. crates didn't work out for the vinyl. On if that I would have bought about fifty on myself, probably <laughs> could have pulled it off. But and no. you could have resold them. Yeah, right. That would have been actually super cool. But no, so the cassette, yeah, through. Is it laser laser disc? I actually, honestly, I can't remember. He he messaged me out of the like a, a month ago or so, saying, "Dude, this is happening. It's going out on cassette." So I know it's a limited release. There are fifty copies. I be, the reason I was thinking maybe it hadn't been released yet was I was um, I'm supposed to be getting five copies of it in the mail, but it's super dope, artificial. Uh, me and Magnavolt in Sweden, so we worked over the internet. You know, we we're kind of like, "What should mm-hmm. we name this album? Transatlantic? What do we call it?" You know, but it's like artificial. Like it's kind of the connection that that we have to a certain degree through this friendship through this media where we've never really and who did the cover artwork for this album the cover artwork yeah thanks for bringing that up that was Mizukat who's a pretty well known could I call her synthwave vaporwave artist I suppose at this point so that's pretty sweet yeah that's exciting as well so she put us on the cover this kind of retro future neo matrixy anime type of cover that she did which is dope what i like is like on the cover like yeah. one of you is like pushed out from the desk looking at the other person yeah yeah definitely yeah that's me in the back i suppose a beard was a giveaway um you know looking at the cover but no the, the tape cassette releases uh from what i've seen the photos of it super dope they're doing it on like that neon green type of plastic as well so it should really kind of pop when when it comes in so you talk that's about cool. things that are collectible I don't know if I've seen a neon green cassette since like Biohazard in the early 90s. God, so, you're old. 
I know, right? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah. I look at both of you guys, the fact that you know. There's something else I was going to say a little bit ago that was like, oh, my God. It's a dead fucking gonna... giveaway. Oh, mini disc. That, that, when I worked at, um, there was a college radio station uh, that I worked at, and um, mini disc was pretty new when I came on. So interesting there. thing, uh, um, when, when I worked in radio... That was the format. We only worked in mini discs. Oh, that like, was common. I just figured it. Yeah, was that was off. every radio station. And uh-huh. so, like, interesting. The radio station that I worked at, like, mini disc had had already kind of come and gone. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is with all? And they had sweet mini disc players. I mean, I'm talking like they were beautiful units, yeah, and I wanted nice. them so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did all their interviews on on little mini disc recorders and everything, like. And this is like five years after the forum. Well, I don't fucking know it because it's been, it's been a lot of years. I can't even remember how many years. But yeah, yeah. I, but even at that time, I was still kind of shocked that they were using mini discs in that. Well, like recording all the commercials and recording like that was just the format that they used. Well, now we understand the uh, love for mini disc for for you as well. I suppose. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it, it part of it's, it's that, and part of it is, um, you know. I love Sony. I'm a Sony fanboy, and I, oh, yeah. you know, like they've they put out stuff and like they take a swing for the fences. That's something that's usually better, better quality, like be, you know, Betamax or you know, whatever. Right. Yep. And it's totally. technically a better, better thing, um, but it it dies. But at least like I always appreciate Sony for taking risks and saying, "Here's a superior format or quality thing." Yeah, and yep. then it. It dies, whatever. That's fine, right? And you know, I, I think mini disc is fantastic, and I love that format. I just, I don't know. There's something about it that's kind of magical. What, what and my mini disc was that CDs were in their just prime of primes, right there. I mean, they weren't they weren't close to their death. Now, I don't know if they were. Do you remember were. zip drives? Does, yes. Oh yeah. Oh, Definitely. Lord. Man, the, like that was like the envy for me is like anyone that had a zip drive, like I was so mad at them. Would they hold like ten songs or something, didn't they? Like, yeah, it was amazing. Like yeah. that format was like <laughs> Ten like, songs, kids. Like wow. <laughs> yeah, like this format. Real. You know what? Mm-hmm. The next album you release needs to be on zip drive only. Somebody DMs me. <laughs> 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 I'll cut you a deal. No, actually. Speaking of which, I um, the EP stuff you know, we were talking, and I, I know that too. Kind of, we've got a limited time for for today's show with with the music coming in, so I figured that's a good. Well, he could leave and uh, we can Ky- keep going. Kyle can, yeah, fuck. Kyle can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love you, buddy. No, yeah, the, the EP stuff's coming together. Actually, it's pr- pretty exciting. Um, so uh, people are listening. I've been working on this this EP for. I don't know. I probably started working on it back in June or so, and it's been a process of writing a song, deciding it didn't quite meet the standards. And and so anyhow, at this point, um, things are really picking up. I'm working uh, with Galaxy 80 right now. He's doing the mixing and mastering. He is featured on one of the tracks, Aurora, as well, which was the first track that uh, that has been completed um we've got another one distances that was completed about two weeks ago i've got a third one um in the hopper right now that i pushed out to him that's sitting in google drive that i think he was going to start checking out and working on today for the mixing and mastering uh which is super exciting this one's got a little bit more like eric we're talking you're like you know let's let's hear a little bit of drum let's hear some percussion in this yeah so i decided to 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 try and have some fun with it i've got um a song uh my track falling uh, that 
<clears throat> that I released last year. I'm reworking it with Steph Wendler right now, so she's going to do a vocal track on it. Nice. We're we're going to start meeting on that pretty quick. Uh, Millennium Falk, his track Falling. I'm rebuilding the drum piece for that right now and adding a little distortion to the chorus, so that's coming. Um, Betamax is on board again, which is pretty exciting as well. Wow. So um, very it's impressive. Kind of like this, like things are coalescing back to where. I kind of wanted him to be back in June more or less, but picking up and you know, that creativity, it comes in waves. It's like yeah. a tide and it turns out shit's on fire in my head at the moment. So I've got to top on this and, um, five, six songs into the EP more or less. I want to kick out one, maybe two more and it could be written. I might have the melody for it in place right now, but, but we'll see. I've got a beautiful melody. It just doesn't seem to fit in a song yet, essentially. And I'm there. You go. I'm afraid of forcing something like that. So, um, could be North Innsbruck's November rain. Ooh, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> so no. So anyhow, um, nonetheless, the EP's coming together. You talk about formats and stuff. We'll see what happens. It's gonna yeah. be an EP. So I don't know. It'd be cool to do a you know a, a split release with somebody else. Who knows? Zip drive. Zip split drive release. release mini I think I might have lost my damn mind because I'm looking up. I can't find any info for that cassette. And I know in one of the Facebook groups okay. for Synthwave yep. that that cassette was like, okay. hey, this cassette's yeah. coming out. You got to get it. So I saw so, it too. Like I've seen it. Like. It, it, it keeps I, I've I've heard that it's coming. I haven't got a confirmation. So maybe you might be it thinking isn't of, out. I you might know. be thinking of I think it's Matoko, which was Magnavolt's last release from two months ago or so. It was on Red Cassette, which was No, dope. I specifically saw yeah, the okay. artwork of yeah. your ass yep, on there. this thing. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's happened yet. I'm I'm pretty sure, but it's All supposed right. to be happening very soon. So Night Out is the shit. Oh my I'm Lord. really happy he came on. I was like Yep. yep. I he he reminds me in a sort of a way, sort of calm, truesy, not quite the same, but yep. like there's a vibe, there's a tone that he has. That Dude's got a coolness to him that's hard to describe. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to describe. So I really appreciate the fact uh, that he, he came did on. in the previous oh. band have a song featured on what was it, Gossip Girls? Yeah, Gossip Girls. <laughs> no, are <laughs> I you serious? That was yes. hilarious. So can I tell you a co- connection with that? Oddly enough, the last apartment that I lived in was uh, down the road up University from here, and it was rented by somebody who was on that show ironically enough so i'm gonna have to ask wow, sean all the degrees i don't, I don't know shit about the show, show um but i know that gossip girl lived at my place before i did so there you go huh so anyhow enough about <laughs> i can't i never of all the things i never thought i'd talk about with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> listen you cannot anticipate what we're gonna talk about because we're gonna talk about what Yo, the fuck we do when i was driving here today yumi said so what are you guys gonna talk about and i said that basically the same thing i have no clue uh, we'll figure it out when we get there <laughs> some stuff so, so some yeah stuff so th- there's some dope tracks like you said thrill me i love reprise by um denotive uh, galaxy 80s tomcats just a dope song um jasper mitchell's war eagle second to last song in it but you got to stick some sweet ones it's different the than the blood eagle that's a different thing very different i, I would not no thanks no no blood eagle that's no. that's pretty rough i don't know what blood eagle is and i'm Good. afraid to ask uh it's it's a uh you could look that up on your own that's nope. a that's an old viking um legendary uh execution that sounds dope. I'm gonna uh, look it it's up now. Uh, it's gruesome. If you ever watch the show Vikings, yeah. I they do a but... they do a a version, or they sort of enact. Or if you it. saw Midsummer, I did. did. They do? I yes, they. I do. was there with you guys. What was the Blood Eagle? So they didn't show what happening, but they showed the aftermath of the Blood Eagle. That wasn't the falling thing. Uh, no, that's the, the uh, F- Eschel Stoop. 
This is like a Cannibal Corpse cover, is what this <laughs> is. Yeah, uh, it's basically that. Yeah, it's a pretty. Now they don't. No one ever knows if it was ever actually done. It was described in some like chronicles of shit, and you don't know if that's true or not. You can't but... tell me like John Wayne Gacy didn't do this shit. Like it's fucked up. I, I mean, that's that's creative. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh horrifying the audience right now as they're looking up what the fuck a blood eagle is on the internet. Yeah, like the 20th or so photo is a really great simulation. Well, now that it's coming to focus, it's not that good. But it's pretty convincing. It's like most things. Yeah, right? You yeah. know, most things, yeah. you know, up close are not yeah. as exciting. A lot as of organs, they, uh... but not much blood in that one. So let's go back to Kyle and your releases. And not, I'm not talking yeah. like I'm like what you've got, not what you've done. So like I said, I got what I got. Light spear. Um, I did get my client liaison. Nice. It's mm. still it's still there. The last time I checked, the and gold edition. I I got my client liaison. I got that. I got this second one because my first one was warped so bad, and it turns Ooh. out the second one I got was warped even more. How does that happen, Kyle? I don't know. So I I have this feeling that like maybe these are a leftover pile that they had from the first pressing and not a second pressing because it's the oh. same problem on the same disc. Yep. I don't know what it is. The first one it's um it's to the point where if I had any other turntable than the one I do right now, it would probably be unplayable. So I have to figure out what I can do. Like do I bother trying to do something with Australia to try and get another copy or do something like that? Or do I just say, well, I'm fucked and go from there. So do you have both copies still? Yeah. Okay. And it's like, my first one was bad, but this second one I got is really Even fucking worse. bad. And I bought this cause I was like, fuck yes, this should be better than the first one. Like maybe this will be flat and I can play this and it'll be okay. That's one of the challenges of vinyl, though, and we've talked about that a few times. It of. is. Yeah. Recently, I haven't had too many problems, but this is... Well, it's because we're getting better at but it. But now it's like my last couple have been really, like, the worst. Mm-hmm. I actually had a, an interesting conversation with Matt from Watch Out for Snakes. Like, he took heed of what you were saying and was like, I didn't even realize I had to, like, take that into account. Like, watch out for warping or any fuck-ups? Yeah, yeah like, watch out yeah, for warp. Right? For real. For waves, yeah. You got to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I, I can buy that. something that could be fucked up. <laughs> well, shit happens. Like, I got yeah. a copy of, um, it was the Alien soundtrack from Mondo that they did a year ago. Or well, so it was like problem. that neon green. Well, yeah. the, the hole that the pink comes through is off center. Mm-hmm. What like, the fuck? I'm not even shitting you. Like, by a fraction of an inch, but it's enough to stop the record from being able to spin on my player because it hits the, the side of the arm. So the first time I go to listen to it, I'm in the kitchen, like I'm going to start cooking, ready to listen to some music, and all of a sudden I just hear... Like math or... What's that? Math or... Cooking math. Cooking math. <laughs> Call me I mean, you do live out in the Mr. middle of Walter, nowhere. I mean, <laughs> to you. you. You do live in a place that was known for well, math, I'm just saying. Not my unit. The one two doors down <laughs> was. Um, <laughs> and that's not a secret in my neighborhood, so even the mailman was aware of that. Hi, Brad, if you're listening. <laughs> Fun yeah. fact, in the 80s, Nakamichi made a record player in their Dragon series. Legendary things. Like, if you ever heard of a Nakamichi Dragon cassette player, that's, like, the best tape player you can get. Well, they made a record player which had a, like, you could turn the centering function on. A special arm would come out. It would spin the record, and it would yeah. account for 
a spindle no, hole that really? was off center on it. That, so it would that. measure it, and then while it would account yeah. for while it's playing, it would adjust its position to make it even for the well, tone arm. And the problem with that soundtrack is it it's sold out, and so people have been like, why don't you send it back or call them tell them that you're pissed? Well, one, I'm not going to get another copy. Two, I, I don't want to give it back to them. Like, here's your... It, it's just, it's beautiful. It's actually. a collector's it's, item at this point is what you're saying. It's, it's, it's like a misprinted dollar bill. Like, right? Kyle's Master Boot Record album. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. sold out, and I don't. I mean, there may be some held aside, but yeah. if I use a really heavy clamp, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I mean, I bought a specific one. I brought that. Ooh, nice. speaking of, oh, ooh, you just opened up a whole new can of worms. Ooh, so I shit. like this. Yeah. Locally, there is a record store called the Needle Doctor, and famously, the Needle Doctor had been like yep. the biggest retailer of turntables in the world. Based out of Minnesota here. Yep. On my birthday, I I had a gift card for them that I got for my brother. On my birthday, I had the day off, so I was like, I'm going to go to Needle Doctor and pick something up. I went to check to see uh, what the fastest way to get there was. And on Google Maps, it came up as like permanently closed. I was like, what the oh, fuck? No. Permanently closed? Oh, no. So I call up. I get voicemail or whatever, and the voicemail is full. Start looking on the internet. It turns out that they had just... This was on November 5th. It turns out that they had just up and just announced they were done September 25th. Like, that was it. They were done, and apparently uh, they hadn't fulfilled orders. They hadn't done anything. Like, I've got this gift card for them. I've got 50-some dollars on. Nothing. They're gone. Wow. But when I got that MBR record, I took it into Needle Doctor because I was like, I have this record that if I try to play it, it's so warped. Like I put the needle on it and the record will stop, but the yep. platter will keep going just because yes, of how it is. Yep, that's what mine was. Yep. So I brought it in there and I was like, what weight or clamp can you get me that'll fix this? And I got a, a Mitchell clamp that fucking solved my and those problems. are those weights a jasper mitchell on. clamp it's it's not it's not <laughs> a weight for mitchell clamp <laughs> stop it stop, fuck you guys stop it so it's, up, it's this one's not a weight but a clamp and it actually yeah. clamps down and it works with like a felt washer you put it on and you put the clamp over it and push it down when you do it just like slightly bends the vinyl down really? to make contact with the platter and then oh. it has a knurled like nut on the top, basically that you turn to clamp it onto the oh, spindle of the record player. Wow! So it won't move. Interesting. So that could be a solution for you. So it's like I use, I use that for really warped records to yep. help fix them, or if it's something mild or anything else, I have an actual turntable weight that I use with it. That's very valuable information because I'm mm-hmm. I'm more of a casual vinyl collector. If I see something I like, I purchase it. I've got a turntable, but it's Bluetooth that hooks to a speaker across the living room. I'm really surprised so, that you have not gone yeah. out and just bought a halfway decent. Can I tell you why? Because I spend all my gear and or all my money on synthesizers, and I'm not uh, even bullshitting. I, we, we well, here's give you that. Yeah, all right. Thank How you. How many more Cheers. synthesizers do you need? Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, let me think about this for a second. Because I have a list, as it turns out. Uh, wow. I, no, no, there is. Because you do your research, and you know what 
is capable of doing what. And so you put your time in and what you do is opposed to creating a list like a regular person, you create an eBay shopping list. Um, of things what is that, it with you and your obsession with fucking eBay? Because that's where all the cool shit is between that and, Are you sure? and Craigslist. Where do you think? Dude, dude, dude. Double O dude. Double. That's, that's, that, that's where the good gear is at. It's it's the best garage sale in the world. I mean, I would I would agree with your description of yeah. eBay as a garage sale. It's a huge garage it's sale. It's just one letter removed from garbage sale. <laughs> now, for example, though, like Kyle, now we've talked about your favorite synth before, and that was the Korg... MS-2000. MS-2000. Thank you. Okay, and I, you said if I ever saw it, I should message you, and I, I, I'm not even... Well, there's always a lot of them on there. There was one on Craigslist. And oh, okay. But I want the black one because that has the vocoder on it. The blue one doesn't. If I wish I would have taken a screenshot because I saw it and I was like, I should buy this to piss off Kyle. Well, that costs money. But it was seriously like only a couple hundred bucks. It was a weird price. Or there's odd. also a weird one that doesn't have the keyboard on it too. It's just yes. like the rest of the yes. stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, there's also like um, the other day I missed out on this because I was not the first. It was on Thanksgiving morning. I woke up, I went to Craigslist, I pulled up synthesizers. I looked and someone had a Roland D50 for 200 bucks. The one that I had is kind of shitty and I paid 375 for it. And so I saw that it was in perfect condition, hardly ever used. And I kind of weep a little that I didn't get it, even though I don't need it. You sound exactly like me right now. It's ridiculous. I'm a gear slut. I have this record and it's not completely perfect. So I'll buy another version of this record and take my chances. I didn't even think about that. You're right, though. That's exactly what happened. In fact, there was like, yeah, with my video game systems, I have one, but it's not completely perfect. So I'll spend the money to get another one. But what do I do with this other one? Well, it's an investment, isn't it? Oh, but and that ah! really like if we were doing the old show, I could get in to talk oh. about the video game thing that happened today. But you we're still not, can, so. yeah, no, you actually, still can. You got my attention here. Let's see, let's bring go, it on. Go buddy. So, in our previous show, I had talked about um, analog companies, Mega SG. They're Mega. basically their new Sega Genesis. Oh, so just today, from analog, yeah, sweet, sweet. just today they dropped a new system. That is a collaboration between them and Hyperdub Records. And it comes with a cartridge that is an album. What? Wow. That's dope. It has a bunch of tracks on it from artists who are on Hyperdub. And it's a special colorway. And it comes with a special controller. And I was just like, God damn it. Fucking shit. I don't have the money to be spending on this right now. There's only a thousand units. So it's limited to a thousand. Yep terrible timing and i already bought the white one so it's like i've already spent 200 dollars on one this one's 250 it's just like and i've got like nine sega genesis slash sega mega drive systems already it's like how many fucking more do i need at some point i'll have more systems than i have actual games to play on just in case you're what if you ever decide to part with them you can always let me know and i will be happy to, to talk. But here's the thing. So, I can't part with the one that no. I have because that one's white, which matches my white Super NT, the Super oh, Nintendo version, yes, yes, which yes. is the Ghostly International oh, collaboration oh, oh, that they oh, did. Oh, in that case. And we talked about that on a past show. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening. Yeah. Episode 30-something. So like, something or another. What the fuck? Yeah. But also this the new Genesis one that they released today, its yeah. colorway is like a... 
some like a smoked or translucent black and green thing. So it's kind of like Monster Energy drink. Oh God! Looking uh, for and the you've color. Been playing Death Stranding, and you're, the, yes, you've had it off. It's with. the Death Stranding version, and I'm just like, there's that, but it's still really cool, and I kind of want it anyways. Yep. These are the that's the, what we struggles. call the adult struggles that I deal with right uh, now. Yeah. Yep. But that, but that. <laughs> And and to Eric's point earlier, these are the people that are getting targeted for all this kind of great nostalgic shit. I, we're all suckers for it. I want to know when Analog Company is going oh. to release something that's a disc-based system to replace the older ones. Like if they made uh, TurboGrafx-16 slash PC Engine oh. combo system that played you know, the CD games or like right. a cartridge based version, because now you can get add ons that let you use an SD card to play all the CD games. I, I don't, think, whatever. I think the problem with or that Neo is Geo. that yep. disc based. Anything is really expensive because it has moving parts as a mechanical thing. Mm-hmm. True. So I don't know the analog will ever. And here's, but everything that they release is such high style and so cool and futuristic that I really wish they would. And then I could just like junk all my old systems, even though that's like sacrilege. It's just like they're time bombs, especially the duo, the PC engine slash turbo graphics uh, oh. duo systems. They have bad capacitors that's, in them and all kinds of that was shit. my that was my dream system though, without a doubt. Turbo graphics sixteen. This sled over here has one. Like a, you, Kyle, do you think? Do you think they'll ever do a mini version for me? I just got my Genesis. No. Movie. Yeah, they did one. What? Oh. Yeah, you're you're late on that disc. They did one. Really? So they did a TurboGrafx-16 mini one here in the States. No. And they in Japan, they did the different versions of the PC Engine, which were smaller, cooler, and sexier. <laughs> no shit. Here I go back to my eBay. Sorry. Here I go, uh, you know right? they recently yeah. just did a Genesis mini system, right? I got, actually, I got that. Okay, It's good. dope. Um, they uh, had it, it at Target for 50 bucks last I week. I have heard the reviews on it are pretty good. It's, yeah. It's, it's good, man. Because like, they had a different... They had... They built the physical hardware, Sega, and then they outsourced... M2 did. M2, yes. And M2 is fucking awesome. And they did the emulations for that particular system, so it's like a perfect combination of things. And they actually like were like, oh, it's not a throwaway thing. We're actually going to do a good job on it. Although I hear that the navigation... And Chris, you can maybe... Uh, oh, here's the deal. Like, I actually kind of dig it. Like, I've been enjoying it. Some of the games were games that I wanted, but I didn't think would actually be there. Like, I... I fucking love Toe Jam and Earl. I love walking around, yeah. grabbing them spaceship parts. Like, there's not really any true just conflict love in the game. I, am, I just love Sounds doing like that. Sounds like the thing. Grabbing parts? Walking around, grabbing spaceship parts. Actually, <laughs> you know, and I thought about this the other day. I never realized it, but it's kind of a role-playing game as well. You build up your characters. So, no, I enjoyed playing that. Here's the thing. I'm going to warn all the old folk out there. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog on these big ass TVs is a terrible idea because there is too much to look at and you can't keep up with that shit. Now, if you grew up loving it, you probably know the game like the back of your hand. That's a different story. I I had Mario. I didn't have the Genesis. And that was hard. It made me sick. So that was not fun. So what made me sick. Coming from the guy that has nine Genesis systems. Take your drama mean kids. Now actually Kyle, so do you have like the old like an old television as well? Like to play some of these old consoles on, like the old tube TV? I, I do have one. Good. One that accepts RGB as a video signal. And you can play Doc Hunt on it? 
I could. I'm actually uh, thinking of selling it though because I have yeah. upscalers. Oh. So we'll take signal from the old systems and scale them up to 1080. But can you play Duck Hunt? <laughs> no, but that's somebody, all that matters. Somebody is making something to be light gun compatible with new screens, though. Fucking thank God, because that really is hard for because me. Because I would rather play Elemental Gear Bolt on a real TV than on something else. Well, yeah, our TVs are way better than, than those ones, but only certain games work on on certain. But that's that's a whole other can of worms that we're not going to. get We don't have time for that show. tonight. No, that's well, we have time for whatever we want to have time. Oh, for. that's true. Just, I suppose. Yeah, yeah he has time constraints. Yeah. Right. So, uh, anyhow, yeah. Anyhow, video you know, talking about video games and awesome. shit. Oh shit, I do have to go. No. All right, you can get the fuck out of here. Okay, get out of here. say your goodbyes. Uh, God, I can't even remember what I said earlier. Oh yeah, hang loose, drip juice. This is the Paradise <laughs> Arcade. <laughs> we'll see you later. You heard it here, folks. Don't say another word, buddy. Just go out the door. That is the. Yep. I'm go. I'm gonna upload yep. a uh, a shirt that says that from now. That's gonna happen. Yes. yes. You'll be able to get that shirt. <laughs> by the time you saying. by the time you listen to this episode, you will be able to get a shirt that says hang loose drip juice. Yep. Paradise Arcade shirt. You probably want to copyright that. Or maybe it should um, be like drink juice, like juice is referred to whiskey. I don't know. I no fuck it, drip juice, whatever. You leak. Know, you don't want wet and leak. <laughs> dripping juice, that means the bottle's empty and you're dripping out the last little pieces of it. That means your genitals are primed to go. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but... <laughs> we'll keep it at that. All right, see you guys later. You should have quit when you had the chance. Later, buddy. Should have quit. All right. Uh, later, Kyle. So what I have for you, Chris, have you yeah. had time to watch The Irishman? No, I haven't. I heard Scors- Scorsese was talking about not watching it on phones, though. Yeah, his big thing is he wants people to like experience it on like a television. Was he or... the same dude who's losing his shit on the superhero movies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, huh. um, and I was it, it, the funny thing is, is like there's not enough time to do anything and to get you know yep. like the Mandalorian apparently is really good the the Watchmen and all right. of this shit like yep. number one I don't want to pay. For Fuck. eighteen thousand subscription services, it's unreal. It's too much. Cable, I'll go back to cable. It's cheaper. Seriously, At this point, fucking. It doesn't right. have Baby Yoda, but it's fucking cable, and it's cheaper. Right. Um, but I did watch The Irishman, and there and there was sort of this thing. So like the there's a couple things that made it like a a big to do, which was um, the fact that they de-aged De Niro, yeah. Pesci. Yep. And um, fucking, uh, I heard about De Niro, and they're like, he probably didn't need it. That was the whole Facebook article, wherever I all of it. well, you know, the th- the funny thing is, is with that movie, yeah, uh, you really like they still looked old because, like, the thing is, like, you know what Robert De Niro looks like young, mm-hmm. yeah. You watch yeah. Godfather Two right. or Mean Streets Taxi or whatever Driver, it is, like, yeah. You know exactly what he looks like yep. young. And so they present him in a movie where he's supposed to be 30 years old, but you have reference material yeah, from yeah. when he's 30 years old. And they don't look, he just looks old throughout the movie, no matter what age he is, just with slightly less wrinkles. Interesting. And they change his eyes to blue. What? So De Niro is Italian. This is creepy shit. And I'm just going to say that this is why Prince didn't want his likeness put up at the Super Bowl. He's like, I don't yeah. want some fucking hologram because it's weird. 
Yeah. And so De Niro yeah. in real life is Italian. He's yeah. playing an he's playing the Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. All right. They changed his eyes to blue. And his I didn't really like So that's what makes you Irish is the blue eyes in this Well, movie. at least what people are freaking out because like yeah. it just doesn't look right. Right. I can see that. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is is like they just looked more glossed over through the various time frames, but like yeah. there's supposed to be, you know, there's this flashback of De Niro in World War II, yep. and you're assuming that he's like 2025, 20, and he looks just like a smooth old person. Interesting. Huh. He, because, you Smoothie, know, smooth. I like how you put that because I think you're right. Because did they de age Schwarzenegger in like a Terminator movie or some yeah. shit like that? And it looked, he looked like a, like a, like a plastic slimy person. Yeah. Like it was weird. But, yeah. yeah, because like his face was still wide. Yes. The thing is like De Niro when he was in Taxi Driver and some of these other he has a very narrow face. Yes, yes. Yep. And uh and but in these throwback scenes in The Irishman, yep. his face is still old wide. Uh-huh. And then they just smooth out the wrinkles. Yep. So our feet get bigger, our noses get bigger, our faces get wider, and our balls hit the water. Eventually yeah, is that's what exactly what happens. It is like the, the worst. Mm. Damn. That's yeah. what you get to look forward to. Yeah. But your yeah. penis shrinks. But your penis shrinks. That's great. As you get older. And you get shorter as well. Yeah. 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 Yep. So like certain parts of you get wider yep. and other parts of you get shorter. All right. So Hollywood, if you're listening and you fucking better be, if you're going to de-age somebody... Make them look young. Like, remember, young people look different than older people. Their bone, their muscles. Are my different. gripe, my gripe with like the Irishman is like, yeah. you have the reference material of Fuck what yes. these people look like. Yep. Actually, at the ages that you're presenting them. Yep. So, m- do it. Yeah, use that. Use the reference. Use the tool because, as a viewer, that's what we expect. And at least with a, you know, if it was an unknown actor or whatever it is, like, yep. okay, I get it. You can, you could fool me because I don't know what they look like when they were younger. But like, right. I grew up with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. Totally. Yep. I yep. know what they look like through their various points in their career. Yeah, absolutely. I know what they look like when they're young. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking fool me with this, some bullshit. Like, you just make them look less wrinkly. That's not. But totally. I will say, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Fantastic in this movie. That's cool. I'll have to check this out. So where did you watch it? It's not Netflix. in the theater. It's, it's only it's Netflix. Netflix. Okay. It isn't an, it was in the theater, at least limited releases, because they're oh. in order to be I think in order to get nominated for an Oscar, you have to release your material for theaters first and then go to streaming. Okay. So Netflix now is releasing like their hot content in theaters first. And then streaming it. I heard they were buying a movie theater in Brooklyn or something. It's like some old theater to probably to show their own movies, essentially. Which yeah, is pretty in dope. Essence, Good yeah. for them. I mean, you gotta you gotta break the rules. You gotta innovate. Right. So more power to them. Anyways, that's it, that's kind of like my that's my commentary mostly, and it's like the movie seems like an apology for all of Scorsese's movies previous, where like he glorifies gangster culture. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, hey, I'm going to show you that it's not so glamorous to be a gangster. Like here, like the flip-flop. he does some very interesting things to sh- like juxtapose like. Yeah. 
And then there's this interesting little like sort of like conversation between Scorsese, De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Pacino. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of all discussing. They're all like interviewing each other. Okay. Okay. So you get to like have that as an interesting thing. And like, I don't know, like Pacino, like he just sort of is Pacino like forever and always. Like he's, you know, like I don't know if he knows how to be anything other than himself at this point. Right. Yes. Yeah. I totally hear what you're saying. You know, there's certain things you expect. Nice. Yeah. So, anyways, so, um, yeah. the movie is the movie's a little strange, uh, and it seems like, as I said, it seems like an apology or like a rebuttal to his previous works. Yeah. Um, Irishman, because it it doesn't, in a sort of way, it glamorizes the uh, violence in the culture, but then like sort of is like, hey, all these people died violently and all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting sidebar. Yep. Um, yeah. But um, we have the Can Can Wonderland show coming up December 14th. Yes, we do. Yep. Lots of people. That's really, really exciting. Totally. Uh, I hope that people will show up. Well, um, here's the thing. Like, I just, I need to call this out right now. The other day, yesterday, in fact, I went to, so there's two different Facebook events. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an Nitro TC one and there's a Can Can Wonderland one. I sat down, I added the two up and granted there's going to be shared you know, responses between the two, but it looked like we were looking at close to 200, closing in 200 or so people responding. This is our fourth gig mm-hmm. as Nitro FTC. Fourth? I think fourth. Again, this is insane. Like, the fact that something like this is happening is pretty exciting, and so the so you know, people being a piece of it, like, this is important. This is special. Yeah. This is different. It's new for the Twin Cities. It's new for yeah. Minnesota, Wisconsin, the region. Nobody's done it quite like us before. So hopefully people yeah. show up. We're going to have a lot hopefully. of shit for you to yeah. oh, um, interact with and take home with you and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I don't really have much else. What else do we have to talk about, Chris, before we... You know, I think that's pretty pretty much it. I mean, we, we killed a bottle of Trace. Uh, granted, it was already on Mostly its way. gone. Yes. Yeah, so those of you are listening... We... And that's 175, so it's not a 75. It's a 175. It's beefy. Does it have a handle on the backside or not? No, there's handles. no handle on it. Okay. It's just... But it's a giant bottle yeah. of whiskey big beautiful bottle of trace so that's gone i mean it's it's getting late uh solstice is coming so it's dark like four <laughs> hours ago yeah. i'm tired i've got my autographed paradise arcade flyer here in front of me yeah. which is so cool to see you guys do the transition from two poor bastards to paradise arcade so i wish kyle was here but i want to say yeah. congratulations to the both of you yep. it's a big deal yep so um, it's pretty great so we've got um, we do have our merch store up. So if you go to the paradisearcade.com, there is a link to, um, some merchandise. So there's t-shirts and mugs and pretty much anything else you want. Yep. It's the same thing with Nitro Wave TC. Actually, if you yeah. want to uh, get a shirt to support us, um, that would be Please fantastic. Yep. Um, and, and as far as like the show goes, we're going to be handing out some, uh, you know, show exclusive, real life, in person exclusive items yep. at that particular show. Um, so, uh, whatever we have left, we will certainly sell at some point in time uh, or give away yeah. to folks that that want it. Um, kind of like Eric said, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff beyond the music itself. Um, we're working really hard on producing some some merch, some memorabilia, some stuff that yep. that is special and unique. 
And that's a piece of what we're trying to do with NitroWave is hit this with a with a model that that gives everybody the, their own experience. And yeah. I think that's a key piece of it here. Um, you know, finding out what does what does this mean to you as a listener? What does this mean to you as somebody who's a piece of this, as a part of this community going forward? And uh, so yeah. excited to see everybody on the 14th of December. All right. 9 p.m. So thank you, Chris, for being our second guest on Paradise Arcade. Yep. Until next time, this is Eric. This is Chris. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Goodbye.